Welcome back, everybody, to the Rubble Podcast, where we again have a, somewhat of a special episode for you. Um, we last did Ranking Flags, and to have a more fun, lighthearted episode again, we're going to do Ranking Animals this time around. This is a lot of fun to record. I know it's not as serious as my other topics, but hey, let me have some fun is all I'll say. Again, we're joined by Dan. How are you doing, Dan, today? Fantastic. How are you? Good, good. I, I got scorched a bit by the flags, but I, I think our choice is held for <laughs> Yeah, the bracket format was always going to be a bit... Um, it was going to yield some unusual results, yeah. shall we say. And, yeah. uh, but I, I'm glad we did it, you know. It, it made it like a little bit fun, just a little bit unexpected. and um, It shakes things up a bit. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. look, I kicked it Ireland early, uh, but I showed my maturity, and I think that was a big moment in my personal development as well. Great. Speaking of personal development, I will say to people listening into the podcast, feel free to also watch us on video. And in terms of development, we're now in 1080p or full 4K because I found out the setting which makes it go for full 4K. So uh, great technical knowledge on me. And you can also see myself supporting the theme of this episode of a beautiful moose on my shirt representing Animal. animals. Where's your animal? I actually should have thought of that. I don't know if I own something with Animana. I maybe do. Uh, but yes, apologies. I, I just want to look smart for YouTube, uh, which is, you know, not a crime. Uh, but you, you stayed on brand, so respect to you. Yeah, and I even have my hat I wore today with the golden eagle on it, or the bald eagle. Look at that. And I wore my hair shoes, which I don't know if you won't be able to see, but they're like Year of the Rabbit. Sneakers, uh, SB Dunks, you know? Okay, okay. My, my, my colleagues become crazy, I think, just showing up to my professional workplace dressed like this. But well, the shoes are very subtle. You wouldn't notice the shoes unless someone pointed them out to you, but they're, they're pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Animals. Animals. I think to start off this bracket then, Dan, what do you know about national animals? What, what are your perspectives uh, on this going on? As it turns out, less than I thought. Uh, <laughs> we, we can discuss that later. We had some preliminary discussions before... Uh, this uh, recording, and uh, yes, I, um, I, I tried to do some things, and I, and I didn't. Uh, in terms of national animals, I kind of, in my mind, it's a very limited selection, because it's, uh, there, there are certain cool animals. You right. know what I'm saying? Like American sports teams right. slash Canadian sports teams. Everyone wants to be like a bear or a lion. Or a canuck. Yes. A, a canuck. A canuck. Which is just a Canadian person. Yes, exactly, yeah. But our Montreal Canadian. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, everyone wants to be like these cool animals, which I kind of think like countries do the same thing. They want to yeah. have like certain animals. Like there, there are some lame animals out there that aren't going to strike fear into your enemies' hearts. Right. Which means that uh, I hope we don't have something that's too repetitive. Uh, that there's a bit of variation. Maybe there's some kind of left field choices, uh, or, or like ones that are officially the animal but are less well-known than, like, an animal you'd associate with the country, Yeah, we'll say. When I was putting this bracket together, um, which I used mainly official animals, and there were a few countries which had unofficial national animals. So, for instance, like, Italy doesn't officially have one, but they have an unofficial one which is recognized by most people. Mm. And together, it's a pretty diverse bracket. I was really surprised because I was expecting for half of it to be comparing lions. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. And you think, like, most countries in Europe have never had a lion yeah. in the wild. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, lack of originality, which I, for me, a lack of originality. If the country, does, if the animal does not exist in your country, I'm deducting points. That's one of the things I'm looking for. Yeah, I think it has to represent the national spirit. 
Yeah, yeah, like it's something that like people have a connection with on a personal level in that country, or like yeah. you can actually go somewhere in the country and see that animal, and it's not a zoo. Uh, <laughs> but also, yeah, I guess Europe, like it's not as well known for its wildlife compared to other parts of the world. It doesn't feel as you know spectacularly diverse as like the Amazon, or even like you know in in places in North America or like in in Asia and stuff. Uh, but I, I think so. that's a blessing to some extent because if you live in the Amazon, you have way too much choice. Mm. I think here in Europe, you limit down to the basics, like the meat and potatoes of the animal world. If you want, we do like potatoes in Europe. That is true. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and again, for the disclaimer, I am Dutch Canadian, and my friend Dan. Is Irish. Exactly. Irish and Brusseltonian. Yeah. Just Irish all the way through. I don't have any this fancy dual passport stuff that Simon has going on, uh, but uh, I'm making it work. So the way the bracket is set up, I chose 32 countries, uh, mainly EU. Slovenia didn't make it. They didn't have a national one, and I was too lazy to distinguish between the two they had. So apologies, <laughs> Slovenia. It's a beautiful country. That was my Slovenian friends. I apologize, but, you know... But we'll make it up to you in some other way. And then I added in a few other fun ones. So some of the British Isles made it in because they have fun ones, as we'll see. And mm, a few uh, principalities, I'll say. Oh. So without oh. much further ado, let's get into the first couplet. Hungary with the turl and Malta, the pharaoh dog. What do you think of this matchup? It's a good start. It's a good start. So do I'm gonna you have know to what either of these are? I do. Yeah, I, I do. Like, I've been to Budapest. And okay. I'm going to say it like that because, you know, I'm going to just be a refined wanker in this podcast. There we go. And a turul. Uh, so I, I do recall seeing this, um, like, is it like a mythical eagle type creature? If it's I a mythical bird of prey. Closest yeah. to a falcon. Okay. It, it may or may not exist in real life because you can't disprove a mythical creature of existing. Genius. This is good tie-in with your other uh, podcast as well. Yeah, previous yeah. podcast series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on back. But you know what? That, that's good. So I know the Turul. Uh, Malta, yeah, I guess it's such a small place. And it's just a little island. I wouldn't yeah. think they're having much wildlife. So mm-hmm. I, I thought maybe it was going to be a bird. Yeah, I try, uh, I try to yeah. avoid national birds. If there was a backup option to the bird, I would take the non-bird, because we can do a bird list later on. Oh, but see? He's always thinking future yeah. episodes. That's smart. So uh, so this is a bit of a random choice. I've never heard of a pharaoh dog either as like a breed of a dog. Uh, yeah. A Maltese is a dog. Yeah. So I'm going to really pronunciate it for the podcast listeners. Pharaoh dog, not feral dog. Yeah, like, like, an, like an Egyptian pharaoh. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's basically a dog which was bred on the Maltese islands and it is one of the oldest domesticated dog breeds. Um, and people think it's the dog that was depicted in ancient Egyptian like hier- hieroglyphics and stuff ah, like that. Yeah, you know, it's like, um, which is it? Uh, Osiris has the dog head? Uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, called the underworld. Yeah, the, the ears are quite like pricked up. Yeah. And uh, I, I can see what you mean, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice creature. And also for wrestling fans, uh, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, his dog is quite well known. And he's called Pharaoh. So that's also what, what I thought of. He's not that kind of dog, though. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this dog looks like a good boy slash girl, and yeah. um, I approve of that. Should I add some twinkling of Hungarian history, which I uh, in Brussels, you know, <laughs> it's it's the place for Hungarian history. I, there. I was not aware they had such a rich history in terms of mythological history. Um, so the turl, as we said, is a mythological bird, right? But. It's been around since the 9th or 10th century in their history. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of myths associated with it. One of them is some uh, 
ancient, uh, not ancient, but some older woman in their lineage called MC dreamed of this bird and then also dreamed of a river of water flowing out of her uterus, which formed a new land. And then her vision was interpreted to mean she'll give birth to a son who will be a king and lead their people to the land of Hungary, which is what happened. Wow. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, because the Hungarians are from, like, Siberia originally, right? I, the, the, the I didn't look that back for Yeah, I, I, I think that's the case. Yeah, because their language is close yeah. to languages in that part of the world. So that's pretty good. And then they also have a second myth. I don't know which one is true than the other one, where mm-hmm. a flock of turtles led them to the new country. Very biblical as well. That is actually, yeah. It's a bit like uh, the one in Mexico as well. Not in Europe, so not, not here. But, you know, there's, like, the eagle and the cactus in the yeah. middle of the lake for... Uh, the side of Mexico City, Tenochtitlan, I don't know, Aztec stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess birds are kind of good for guiding. And um, But you know yeah. what birds are also good for? Hunting. UFOs, come on. So there's a <laughs> the one linkage I found is that there is a group of self-identified spiritual UFO hunters um, in Hungary who interpret the Arvisurus, which is a pseudo-historical count of Hungarian uh, history, Okay. Um, who believed that in the year tw- uh, 12788 BCE, so 12,000 before Christ, um, the Turl clan left the planet Turl in the solar system Sirius B and landed on Earth. And uh, I, I will say before... Sorry, and these aren't Scientologists. No, no, these are Hungarian okay. spiritual UFO hunters, as I read in this sketchy website. I, I imagine it's like a Comic Sans kind of website. <laughs> it was a bit more sophisticated than that. H- hasn't been updated since 2006, kind of vibes. I was just surprised they had so much uh, history in that sense behind uh, the Hungarian people. But Yeah, that, that is impressive, actually. That's an that's a elite level of nonsense yeah. uh, based around this mythical creature. I, I'm going to take a, little, a bit of a closer look here. Uh, like... It kind of just, yeah, it looks just like a, a falcon. Uh, so yeah. it's, I don't know. They, they could have made it look a bit more mythical, like uh, give it some extra wings or something. Yeah. Uh, There's a free meter statue of it in Hungary, which is the largest bird statue in Europe. It's pretty good. I personally, despite the right-wing inc- implications of the turtle, which I will point out for the Hungarian political scene, mm-hmm. I do think it's a bit more inspiring than the pharaoh dog. Yeah, I, I like dogs, uh, but at the same time, um, you know, the Hungarians have put a lot more work into their, their national animal uh, and creating a whole narrative around it. So we're not, we're not yeah. endorsing maybe current political usages of this animal, exactly. uh, but at the same time, it, it seems to hold a much more central place in like Hungarian history, yeah. and uh, I think, yeah, we, we should move that one forward. So and if the turtle aliens ever come back... They will prove, and they, they will support us because we know that we spoke well of them, and that we we won't be taken away for uh, I don't know the great reckoning that will come. Yeah. Next up is the Gaelic rooster of France versus the Italian dolphin. Did you know the Italians had a dolphin as their national animal? I don't know it's a national animal. I knew um, Pescara, the the city. Oh, right. The soccer team has exactly. Their, like, yeah, the, I think they're called yeah. the, the Delfini. Uh, yeah. Uh, Which is Italian for dolphin. Yes, dolphins, plural. Uh, so no, I, I did not know that that was a national animal or like the unofficial one. Uh, yeah. oh, I would guess like a bear, maybe. 
No, no, it's, it's straight up dolphin. Nice. It has uh, some historical roots. You know, the word dolphin comes from the Greek dolphin. It, it kind of means fish with a uterus. There's going to be a lot of uterus and genital references within this episode, surprisingly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Okay, okay, first of a nation. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then the French have the Gaelic rooster. Isn't it Gaelic rooster? Gaelic, apologies. Yeah, my, it's on Irish. Like, a, a Gaelic rooster is, uh, <laughs> it will be from my part of the world. Fair uh, the Gaelic rooster, the lecoq. Yes, exactly. To continue out the references. Do you know where it comes from? Why it's the symbol? Why it is, actually, that is a good question. It's uh, like, you know, it signals the morning, the dawn of a new day kind of thing. Partially, the religious yeah. implications of the rooster crowing while Jesus was on the cross, that kind of stuff, that factored oh, into it. Okay. But the original implication was from the Latin times or the Roman times when they were the Gauls. And oh. Gaulus was yeah. a Latin word for both rooster and inhabitants of Gaul, mm-hmm. which was a coincidence, they said. Yeah, because it's like Gallo in, in Spanish Yeah, is, is a rooster. And I found a really funny quote, which uh, was not endorsed on the French website, um, <laughs> which uh, its use uh, by the enemies of France uh, was originally a pun to make fun of the French. Okay, so it's one of those things, the yeah, insult. They call like the roosters, you know, the lowly chickens of the world. Yeah, you know, I, I can kind of see that. And then, like, kind of taking pride in it, and now they wear, like, little rooster hats. Yeah, uh, I guess so, yeah. And, and they craw, crow. Yeah, cocorico. That's what they say in French. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Kikiriki okay. is how they say it in Spanish. Don't ask me how I know that. Yeah, he's a, he's a fount of knowledge, this guy. Yes. Kind of between Gaelic and Gaelic, but other than that, he's amazing. <laughs> True. Hey, uh, I, I, I grew up on a farm. I know what a rooster is. <laughs> but where are you leading? Uh, look, uh, I, I like what France have done, turned a negative mm-hmm. to a positive. Yeah. But at the same time, it is a rooster. They're not very intelligent creatures. Dolphins, <laughs> dolphins are probably the most intelligent animal besides humans. Uh, again, sorry to chimpanzees. So I think yeah, I think it's gotta be a dolphin, and like dolphins also a little bit perverted. Yeah, Uh, we don't need to go into the details, but like so, I don't think dolphins were gonna win this tournament uh, because they have some skeletons in their closet collectively, uh, but uh, definitely better than a rooster. Yeah, I I did. I did like the the rooster story. Just unlucky they got randomly matched up with the dolphin. And I will say for people listening, we randomly matched these up using Excel. So. Moving up next is the Cyprus with their Cypriot Mouflon, which I love saying, versus Malta and their consortium of national animals, which are the hedgehog, mouse, and rabbit. Wait, Malta's in here twice? Malta. Yeah. Oh. Malta is a pharaoh dog. I just started. Is this. <laughs> did you put. I meant to put Monaco for people Monaco! <laughs> Monaco! Okay, Monaco. They sound similar and their flags are different, similarly colored. <laughs> I was like, that's not a Malta flag. We've done a whole flag episode. I know what it looks like. Let me quickly edit Let's it. just quickly edit this, guys. Uh, this is the, the joy of doing a live recording and Simon did not show me this bracket in advance, so I'm just correcting the real time. I mean, they're similar. Monaco and Malta. <laughs> I was up again like very late last night doing this. Last year, so. Lithuania as well last yeah, time. And there's color regardless. Yeah. Monaco could not settle on one national animal. They picked three random ones. I could not find a reason why they picked these things. I guess they're the only things that live there. The, um, like the Avengers <laughs> of Madagascar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just like a little place. I've actually been to Monaco. And it, it, it is sure just enough. like a random... You know, it's just like a... 
obviously like a rich like, seaside like resort place mm -hmm. uh, more or less uh, so yeah it, uh, these kind of seem like the only animals that you could find there I thought maybe, no, maybe a fox as well yeah uh, yeah, it just seems like it seems like when you yeah. ask like the housewives of Monaco to like pick some cute animals you'd like to see in your women's yeah. magazine. No offense if that sounds a bit sexist, <laughs> <laughs> but I just have like the idea of them having a poll and nobody barring to show up beyond like, oh, let's do a hedgehog. Like you know, it's like quite it's famous, uh, like for all the yachts and stuff and being on the water. So yeah. I thought maybe like a fish or something as well. Their emblem on their on their coat of arms, their national animal is a seahorse. Ah, okay. But they didn't keep that for the national animals. Okay, that would be better. Sorry, Monaco, <laughs> your selection sucks. Cyprus, however. Cyprus. Now, yeah, if, <laughs> if you can see the, the visual, it's majestic. Either way, either way, just otherwise look it up for the Mouflon. Mouflon. Uh, Mouflon. <laughs> uh, majestic creature, i got to say. It's got yeah. the, the curling horns... Uh, coming kind of out and then back in towards his chin and uh, you know eye, eyes either side of his head uh, very apt description <laughs> yeah and his square uh, pupils as well looking at a, a little bit like majestic but at the same time I don't really know what's going on don't ask me any questions yeah it is a survivor it's a the, it's the biggest land mammal that natively lives in Cyprus so it's a cool fact. And it's also thought to be the forebear of all modern sheep. Damn, the mouflon. Yeah. Gets busy. Yeah, gets the job done. Okay. So we started in Cyprus and like ancient Greece and then kind of... Yeah, I, I, gu I guess they just liked this breed and they're like, this thing has potential to grow some hair. Yeah, and if it's a survivor too, it can yeah. kind of make it like tough, you know, sparse conditions, maybe not much vegetation, then uh, yeah. seems like a good choice, and it's kind of docile as well. Uh, I mean, it's not going to inspire fear, but it's going to inspire more fear than these free Avengers just walking up here. <laughs> <laughs> the lads, yeah. Uh, yeah, come on, Mouflan. It's, it's too easy. I, I think Monaco, maybe they weren't anticipating a competition like this, but if yeah. they if they wore it, they did a terrible job of picking their fighters. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we have the Italian wolf from Italy, obviously, versus Sweden with the Eurasian elk okay. or moose. So you picked Italy choice too. Sorry. The dolphin and uh, and the wolf. Is this supposed to be a different country again? Is this San Marino? Is this a different place? This was supposed to be Greece, the dolphin. Damn it! I'm making so many mistakes here. <laughs> Oh God! This I think all future, um, all future episodes, <laughs> I looked this bracket in advance to proofread it. I. Uh, so wait, the whole pescarizing was just me talking nonsense, then. Yes, we'll leave it in as a nice little demonstration of your knowledge. <laughs> Damn it! I apologize for that one. Maybe we should redo the the Greek one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep going. This is great. This is okay. I swear, yeah. this is the last one. This is why I shouldn't do this the night before when it's very late. Like Cyprus to flag your last bit of homework job, uh, you make it. Italy and Greece look similar to on a map. Uh, they're holiday destinations. Uh, okay, so yeah. we've got the Italian wolf. Yeah, uh, I can take over now. I think it's fine. Go for um, it. And then Sweden has the Eurasian elk slash moose. Uh, Italian wolf. I don't know what makes it Italian. I don't want to make any offensive stereotype jokes. It lives in Italy. It lives in Italy. <laughs> it's okay. a subspecies of a Eurasian yeah. wolf. It's the only wolf which can do this with his hands. Uh, for the <laughs> listeners, I'm making the classic Italian hand gesture. It cooks a wicked spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> for example. 
Yeah, it just looks like uh, it looks like a wolf. To be honest, it's um, like wolves are pretty cool. Kind of controversial animals now. Talking about like the EU stuff, like yeah, uh, there's been a pushback. You know, a lot of reintroduction schemes in recent decades, and then actually farmers aren't really big fans. Uh, so that could be more of a controversial choice. The, the Eurasian elk is just more like a, a forest guardian. Kind of feels very yeah. noble. Yeah. The uh, fun fact for the Eurasian elk, Sweden kills approximately 100,000 of them a year. That is a lot. Which okay. was much more than I expected, considering... Yeah, like, Sweden's <laughs> not that big a country in terms yeah. of, like, population of people. Yeah. It's, like, what, like, 8 million, 10 million or something yeah. like that? So, the fact that, yeah, like... They go through it. Okay. <laughs> they do not mess around. That just sounds yeah. like... That sounds more like entertainment. Yeah. To be honest. Okay. Damn. That's so The Italian wolf, you know, it, it is symbolic for... Italy. It is symbolic for Italy, but because uh, it is symbolic for Italy because you can see like Rome, you know, Rome is in Romulus being nursed by the wolf. Oh, true. So kind of that yeah, yeah, history yeah. is there. Uh huh. And they still say um, when they're wishing someone good luck, they say um, into the mouth of the wolf, uh, alla bocca di lupo, something along those lines. Oh, yes, and my wolf fact. Sorry, I almost wolf forgot fact. about this one. Go on. Yes. Up until the 1920s, there was a widespread belief in werewolves in Italy. That's S- a fact. So much so that uh, they rural people who were particularly apt to this conspiracy would uh, cover their face while sleeping under a full moon in their beds. Because if you didn't do that, you would turn into a werewolf. Yeah, you couldn't even look at the moon. Yeah. Uh, also, another Italian wolf story... Uh, St. Francis of Assisi, from my Catholic homies out there, uh, he stopped a wolf from attacking the town of Gubbio, I, uh, I believe. Uh, and that was like one of the stories showing his like you know his connection with animals. Like, he basically talked to the wolf and be like, "Bro, knock it off! You're terrorizing th- these poor like townsfolk." Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I guess Italy does have some stuff with wolves. Um, I'm trying to decide, because, like, Sweden clearly hates the Eurasian elk if they're murdering that many a year. But they eat uh, it very well. They like to taste it. <laughs> I like the elk. It, it reminds me of Canada, which, I mean, I shouldn't let it affect my judgment here. But yeah. you got it. There's no other elk or moose on this list. Oh, there isn't? But okay. there are several other wolves, okay, is what I will say. Okay, so you're, you're trying to nudge me in the moose direction. Yeah. No, I, I think you, as a freshly minted Canadian, I, I think we deserve uh, to send the elk. And I wore the shirt, so at you least wore the shirt as it well. should yeah. make it past the first round, if Fair this enough. actually is Sweden. <laughs> Could be Norway. We don't know yet. Next up is the first alliance, Bulgaria versus Switzerland, with their cow. Cow. That's all it says, Cow. <laughs> Okay, well, this is a good start because you haven't listed a country that's already been on the bracket before. Yes. Uh, And I almost took Switzerland off because I realized very last minute that it's not an official national animal. It's just the animal everybody associates with Switzerland. Yeah, like on a milk bear. Yeah. And I love, like, having lived in Switzerland for a few months, which I will continuously bring up because I loved it there. They, like, airlift these to farms. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about that later. In the hills, in the mountains. Okay, good, good for you. Uh, yeah, like it's it's definitely yeah, like the, the importance of dairy and uh, and and chocolate and stuff and the cows. I can see that as being a crucial part um, and being up in the mountains. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's a cow. I think we all know cows. There's not much we can say beyond that about a cow. Yeah, I I like the Bulgarian lion though. It's a, uh, it's 
have a it has a very long history with Bulgaria. It's uh, the last line was seen in Bulgaria in the third or fourth century. Okay, was it the Romans killed them all? I, I guess so, something like that. Yeah. So they did technically exist in Bulgaria at one point in time, um, and. You know, they've been using this for, for hundreds of thousands of years, almost a thousand years now. Now, going back to the flag episode, there was the, the horse tail. For the right, right. So I'm surprised it's not a horse. Uh, I mean, the, the lion has a fairly horse-like tail, I will say. It's true. It's quite <laughs> equine. Uh, yeah, look, obviously there's a long connection there, and had lines at some point, um, but come on, it's the first line we've come across. Let, let, let's, not, let's not try and... Let's get lost in, in this and be too impressed. I, I I think a cow, it's simple, it's rudimentary, and... It symbolizes just, the neutrality, the uncaringness exactly, of the yeah. people. Let's just pass this cow on through, that's what I say. I'll do it, I'll give you this one. Yeah, yeah. The next controversial one, maybe I'll take. Which is the Polish-European bison and the Slovakian brown beer. Oh, this is a tough one. They're both tough creatures. These so. are two good animals, I gotta say, yeah. I will say, most people associate Poland with their eagle, the white-tailed yes. eagle. That is technically their official bird. Then there also exists the European bison as another official-like animal. So it mm. shows it over it here because of its significance. Yeah, because for a long time, the only bison in York were the ones in Poland. Yes, and still yeah. are. They only exist in Poland and Bulgaria, and a few are being introduced to the UK of all places. Yeah, exactly, so. yeah. Yeah, and, and one was actually pregnant when they, um, <laughs> when, when she arrived in the UK, so they actually got like a, a new bison like straight away, so instant I'm success. I'm glad you follow this story so closely. Very <laughs> closely, guys. I, I do my research. Yes. And I think, yeah, it's um, it's a very impressive creature. I, uh, haven't had pleasure seeing one in the wild, but I've seen one in the wildlife park in Cork, and um, mm -hmm. they're, they're pretty cool. Uh, and I think, like, yeah, they just kind of stand around. Yeah. And they're like, I'm so big. <laughs> I'm so big. You, you can't. You can't do anything to me. So I'm, I'm just going to stand there. I'm, just, I'm a brick wall, basically. And does that symbolize Poland to you? No comment on that. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, we sent Hungary through. Uh uh, I'm not sure if it's a uh, Polish mythology that we have to uh, delve into. One of their famous beer brands, uh, Zuber, is uh, named after the bison, and their mascot is a bison since 1778. And that's the best that's a, mythology that's a lot fact. Of time. Okay. Yeah, I think I know the one you're on about, actually, that beer. Uh, it's an impressive wow. full color picture of a beer on the bottle. Or, mm -hmm. or sorry, bison on the bison. bottle. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I think. Speaking about beers. Oh, look at that. Beers, bears. Anything you want in Battlestar Galactica, go ahead. Uh, well, bear with me for a second here. <laughs> well, basically, they chose the beer because it was a big animal that looked cool, right? Yeah. But if you search up Slovakia brown beer in Google, you get a slew of articles from this year, which deals with their current issues. Their titles are like, Brown beer, uh, uh, beer attacks shake up election season in Slovakia. Tell are me what's that about. Are they attacking politicians? Is that what it was? Almost. There has been a spike in beers attacking people in Slovakia. Mm, and yeah. the, that beer has become a scapegoat for the right-wing party to criticize the, the let's liberal... Not, let's not confuse the animals. The bear's a scapegoat. Scape bear, <laughs> yes. Well, the, anyways, the beer has become a scape bear for the issues that the the conservative that the right wing party has been targeting the liberal conservative uh, coalition like for. too soft on uh, on, on yeah. environmental stuff they should be killing these animals exactly yeah. exactly yeah 
right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's going back to the wolves as well. Like it's uh, like what once they start killing livestock and you know Erstefandlein's horse, then all of a sudden you know it, it's a big issue. Like when you have humans and animals kind of interacting in close quarters, well, especially large like carnivores. Um, yeah. It's not a fun time. I just think it's hilarious that it's become such a big, it was such a notable issue in the election that you saw a bunch of news stories being written about it and have quotes from politicians. Uh, the legal protection of bears is out of control and politicians should start ta- should start using common sense and changing the rules from the right-wing opposition. Yeah, how do you say woke agenda in Slovak? Yes. <laughs> it's going to edge you towards that territory. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but... Uh, yeah, and all these bears with their own pronouns, like, it's crazy. But I will say, the right-wing party, unfortunately, I will say, did win. And so it could have been this anti-bear rhetoric. Well, technically, they're in the S&D group to get nerdy about it. They're technically a center-left party, but I know what you mean. It's yeah, apologies. But they, they have a lot of right-wing rhetoric, but, you know, uh, that, that's for a different podcast. That's for your smart version. Right, podcast. yes. I will say, differentiation. Yeah. I know my country's yeah. there. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I like the newsworthiness of the Slovakian beard, though. Yeah, The, the fact yeah. it's targeting humans and becoming, <laughs> like, they're, they're, they were talking about removing its endangered protection status so they could go out and kill more of them. And it's like, it's yeah, a national animal. It's still, it's still endangered. We just want to, like, you know, t- take away this excuse for protection. Yeah. And, and the photo as well is great of the bear that we have here. Uh, it's kind of like, what, me? Well, um, oh, okay. Uh, I may have reused that photo later am on. I, uh, am, I, am I the problem? Yeah. Okay. But the bees is a great shout. I just like the topicalness of the Slovakian brown beer. And that's my vote. I don't know what you have to say. Well, it's, it's topical because it's been attacking people. I don't know if we yeah. should be celebrating that fact. I mean, if, if the bison is attacking people, I'm sure... Uh, yeah, but it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's better behaved, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, let, let's not let's not support bear attacks. Uh, look, if 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 you're feeling very strongly I about it, we see can, what you mean. I'll yeah. move forward to more peaceful animal. <laughs> we, we are in... He says begrudgingly... Yeah. Next, we have oh. an Estonia with their grey wolf oh. and Lithuania with their white stork. A stork, which is also uh, the bird of uh, Strasbourg. Is it? On the EU team. I mean, it's yeah, the, the bird uh, of a lot of countries. Yeah, yeah, but you know, just for the EU team, uh, the Sigonia uh, yeah. is, is also a symbol of uh, Strasbourg. Uh, yeah, I, I quite like the bird. It's um, it's a funny-looking guy with <laughs> long legs and his big beak, and it's just kind of structure in place and delivers babies. And it's carnivorous. Oh, it okay. eats small animals. Not like little. It doesn't eat rabbits and that kind of thing. Yeah, rabbits, in, insects, mice, stuff like okay. that. Okay. The gray wolf is also carnivorous. Fun fact. Oh yes. Um, it was chosen in 2018 in a survey. Uh, it beat out the beaver, the badger, the fox, and the hedgehog. Yeah, uh, you know that's fair. Monaco would have just picked all five because they can't make up their minds. True. Yeah, ready <laughs> for a survey. <laughs> yeah. I, I personally, I think they could have gone something different. Like, you had Badger and Beaver, guys. Uh, Beaver's kind of taken, but Badger, Badger would have been fun. Badger is it. It is very European to be a Badger. Exactly. It strikes yeah. me as a very European, and it's not on this list at all. That's a shame. See, Estonia missed a chance there to have a Badger. Yeah. They could have been different. Like a wolf, you know, we've already seen a wolf. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. It's a cool animal. I mean, there are a lot of countries which do have storks as their national bird. So Lithuania is doing nothing really unique here to say either. Okay, I didn't realize that. You see, I, I kind of thought yeah, that stork is. And more the special. stork only lives in Lithuania for the summer. It flies to Africa for the winter. 
Oh, so okay. I, I think if you're national, is that animal, a full resident? Yeah, I, I think that should play play some role. You know, that's like that's like Spain <laughs> having like you know like German tourists uh, yeah, down, down. It's like I don't here for the summer. So does it really count? You yeah. know, yeah. It's like imagine Spain choosing like trying to recruit the German tourists to be there in their national football team. You wouldn't <laughs> take that. Exactly. I was going to say as a national animal, but that's a better <laughs> way to express it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, this is uh, this is why I need your fun facts because uh, that that that's pivoted me away hard from the stork now. That it's only a part time situation. But I guess yeah. for a lot of birds, that would be the case, right? Yeah, but we're not doing birds. birds. We're doing national animals. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's just moved a wolf without even <laughs> saying anything. So uh, yes, but you know, I would have backed a wolf knowing the, st- the stork fact. You would have backed a wolf, but would you back a lynx, which is Romania's national animal? Up against the Austrian black eagle. Okay, it's called lynx in Europe, but in Ireland and UK, it's called um, it's called axe. So, really? Yeah. I, I can never remember if a lynx and a bobcat are the same animal. I don't think they are. No, m- mine was no, no a bobcats joke. have little tails. Anyways, but m- mine was a joke about the about lynx, the the body spray being called axe in Europe. Uh, See, I didn't notice difference. Okay, yeah, so uh, that's fine. That's fine. No, well, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, lynx. I I think they're pretty cool. Uh, I think uh, it's not a creature. I don't. I, I never, I've never seen one. Uh, Very hard to spot. Yeah, I don't know much about them, but I like the elusiveness. Yeah. Like we know it's real, but we can't. Yeah. We don't get to see it on a regular basis. Biggest cat in Europe, and the only real stable population in Europe is in Romania. Interesting. Yeah, because I know they have like, in like Spain and Portugal, but like. It's the most established Romania, you're saying. Yeah. But they're, they're super yeah. elusive. You'd yeah, yeah, yeah. be very hard-pressed to see one in a while. Yeah, I see. I like that. It's, like, it's like one of those celebrities that like really like uh, respects like their privacy. <laughs> Should have put it wearing like a baseball cap and like, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like one of those celebrities that like you, ne- you never see in public at any events or anything. So uh, respectable links uh, for doing that. Thoughts on the Black Eagle? Yeah. See... It is, again, one of these animals that isn't native to Austria. It just flies over once in a while. Not even that. It's native to uh, to tropical Asia. It was just used a lot because eagles were a cop- common symbol in, like, heraldry, so the creation of, like, coat of arms and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Stuff like that. And Austria went with a black one for, you know, sinister purposes. Um, That's fair enough. Okay, it just so happens there exists an actual black eagle. So I don't think they meant to go with this animal, just their symbol. Ah, okay, yeah. They were just like, let's take an eagle and let's make it black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they probably didn't even know back then yeah. about <laughs> the existence of uh, Asian wildlife. Uh, okay, geez, in that case, it's a very easy choice. I was going to go to the links anyway, and you just made the Austrian one sound even worse. Uh, so okay. good on the links. This concludes the first half of our bracket. Okay, I think we're, we're, we're a bit quicker this time. I think the flags, we were... <laughs> we're still uh we talk about shit <laughs> we're still like 30 40 minutes in we, we had a few corrections to make which is okay in the process. I, I apologize for that i feel like normally <laughs> no I you like shouldn't apologize it was very funny so <laughs> i gave me a good laugh uh and hopefully gave you as well listening slash watching a good laugh as well okay uh, so we're starting off with the vatican who don't have an official animal but they have an elephant which i'll get into <laughs> Have you heard of the Vatican elephant? I haven't heard of the Vatican. Okay, I'll let's let's address the elephant in the St. Peter's Square. <laughs> That's where it comes from. Okay, I'll I'll uh, I'll get into it. But Please. for Czech Republic, they have a double-tailed lion. Oh, oh. not one tail. Okay, 
Yeah, you see, they see they knew they were like lying. Obvious. How can we make this more fun? Like, so the turul, give it extra wings. Just jazz it up a bit. Czech Republic understood yeah. the assignment with the lion. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, in heraldry again, mm-hmm. very important. Having word. two tails or two heads means that they're like supernatural. So it's more of a royal, you know, godly lion. Yeah, like chosen. Yeah, it's because sometimes you see like the eagles with the two heads as well. Yeah, it means yeah, it's yeah. A more supernatural. Yeah, it's the one, uh, Albanian one. That, that that's two heads. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah, they look the different ways. It's kind of badass. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I like that. And, and the lion's wearing a little crown as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's normal gold claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vatican elephant. Here we go. Hanno was its name. It's the pet elephant for uh, Pope Leo the tenth in the fifteen hundreds. Oh, well, the popes back then were just wild. They, res- they're the ones that yes. were like having like crazy yes. parodies, and he no received rules. it from King Manuel of Portugal, who wanted to you know win some favors. The Pope loved it. Oh, he yeah. loved this animal. I can see why. Uh, he so much that uh. It became a point of controversy for the church, and the bubbling Protestant movement actually started making a lot of fun of the extravagant nature of spoiling an elephant that the that rival church was doing. I can doing. see why, especially in the Vatican's a very small place now. I yeah. can imagine an elephant would take up a lot of the, the room slash resources. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it died in 1516, uh, unfortunately, with the Pope by its side. As you will. <laughs> I read that online. With a flannel clap to his forehead in his final mm-hmm. moments. And uh, it was commemorated by Raphael, who made a fresco for it, which no longer survives, unfortunately. Ah, oh, God, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I was like, I, I didn't see one in the Vatican. And it is buried in the Vatican, a few feet below the courtyard. So, like you were saying... Elephant in the St. Peter's. Oh, I, I'm so smart, guys. <laughs> I'm actually so smart. Well, there's not much. St. Peter's Square is a good chunk of the Vatican City. So. That's, that's what I was going to say. Like, this is a big animal. It's a big dude. in the Vatican. And it makes me wonder what other junk is thrown there underground, right? Yeah, maybe we should actually ask. Like, if, if an elephant is just like scratching the surface. Yeah. Uh, okay, so not an official animal. They probably don't want to dwell on that time in Vatican's history. I have one more thing. Go ahead. Uh, Pope Leo X wrote the epitaph for it himself. Okay. And I have it if you want to hear it. Uh, is it to do with the elephant? Yes, it's for when the elephant died, you know, when it gets buried. They bury okay. it with an epitaph. Oh, and sorry, I thought you said he wrote it for himself. Like he, like, oh, no, he, he, he no, wrote, no. wrote his own one. Like uh, The elephant wasn't, was never going to write his own epitaph, just be clear. No, no, I- exactly. But okay. it wasn't just some random guy. Pope Leo X took time of his busy day. To write an epitaph. He wasn't that busy. I mean, he was a medieval pope. pope. They, 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 they weren't busy today. They, they were just like starting wars and just inviting um, women back to their uh, quarters. I will say this uh, epitaph is written from the perspective of the elephant, which I is a nice touch. I love that. Okay, uh, go ahead. Under this great hill I lie buried, mighty elephant which the King Manuel, having conquered the Orient, sent as captive to Pope Leo X. At which the people of Rome marveled, a beast not seen for a long time. And in my brutish beast, they perceive human feelings. Uh, Fate envied me to my residence in the blessed Latium, and had not the patience to let me see, uh, to let me see my master a full three years. But I wish, O gods, that the time which nature would have assigned to me and destiny stole away, you will add to the life of the great Leo. <laughs> uh, he he lived seven years. He died of angenia. He measured twelve palms in height. Giovanni Battista Brancio dell'Aquila 
Privy Chamberlain to the Pope and Provent of the Custody of the Elephant, has erected this in 1516, the, 18th, the 8th of June, in the fourth year of the pontificate of uh, Leo X. That which nature has taken away, Raphael of Arba Arbino has restored. Magnifico. Now, a couple of points. Uh, <laughs> celebration of colonialism, very on brand for that time in history. Uh, also, oh gods, plural? I was surprised. But so, so they were like, uh, the, the elephant is, isn't Catholic, guys. <laughs> Just to be clear, the, the mm. elephant has its own polytheistic elephant religion. I think they were referring to the more complexities of Catholicism back then. It's an streamlined bit for us masses uh, in the modern times. Yeah, exactly, so, uh, for our simple brains. Yeah, they can handle so much more back in the 16th century. Uh, God, that is that is amazing. Uh, that, that that's that's poetry. That is. I love the fact that the the Pope was just like, as Pope, I ask you, God, to give its remaining years to my life. It's yeah, cheeky. That, which that is, is a bit cheeky. I don't think you can transfer between species. Yeah, uh, even between humans, I'm not sure if God can do that. But is God looking after <laughs> the elephant? Because wait, didn't did they think animals had souls? I don't know. I, this one was, it had a human, human feeling. Is human remember? feelings. This brutish beast of itself. <laughs> Gentle giant. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry, double tail light. You cannot keep up with this. <laughs> this elephant is stamping through, stampeding through to the next round. I don't want it to win because it's not technically an official animal. We do want to have some respect Same. for Same. I, I will say that more as the rounds but go we, on. But we got to give it some love. We got to give it some love. Next up, Denmark oh, versus oh, Ireland. And I oh. think you got... A decent draw here. Do you want to... Oh, little cuties, though. <laughs> Denmark has the red squirrel for reference. Aww. And Ireland has which animal, Dan? Uh, it does not have a deer, as I <laughs> thought it was. I made a mistake of Googling this the other night when I should have just waited for the recording after my live reaction. I was very upset to discover it is a hare. Yes, an Irish hare. Uh, well, an Irish hare. A more specific, a mountain hare. A mountain hare, yes, for all the mountains that we have in Ireland. It's the only native animal that really lives in Ireland. What's that supposed to mean? It's like a unique animal. Okay. Like the deer you had in Ireland, they just swam over from England. So it's not really an Irish species. Like, e everything everything made its way over to Ireland. You know, come on, that's that's the geography of the place. I guess so. Uh, okay, so yeah, but it kinda, it's kind of the most like special animal that, that, that we have. Yeah. And, you know, as my girlfriend mentioned, uh, it reproduces like the Irish. <laughs> no. Okay. Never mind. No, that's just, that's just offensive. My, my Italian wolf joke was funny. That was not funny. Uh, uh, the other thing, though, I will say I'll save your soul a little bit or save your disappointment. It is not an official animal. So it's oh, unofficially okay. recognized. But the elk or the, or the moose... Or not the moose, the, the red deer. The red deer yeah. is not officially recognized either because people realize it's not Irish. It just came over. It's not. But we Irish had. Spirit. But no. But we had the biggest deer in mm. human history was in was in Ireland. The Irish red deer. As Stephen Jay Gold said, um, he weighed in this topic. The Irish deer is neither Irish nor a deer. Oh God. Stephen and uh, that won over your. Uh, but also, like it's unofficially recognized. I don't think I've ever heard about this hair. I don't think I've ever heard anyone in Ireland talk about a hare. I've heard plenty of deer talk. Uh, National History Museum in Dublin, yep. big deer skeleton there, and that and that that has a little bit of. And you get to deer in like the Phoenix Park in Dublin and yep. Killarney National Park as well. Uh, no one is talking about the hare. Why is this also? This is not in the same level as the deer in terms of people's perceptions. There is a country which has the giant deer as its national animal. 
Northern Ireland. <laughs> I think they claimed it. <laughs> yeah, see, this is it. They're like, is is, is anybody taking this deer? We, we, we can take it if, if no one else wants it. Northern Ireland. Just having a national animal. Denmark? We haven't spent too much time on it. It's a red squirrel. I don't think it's very imaginative. I think it's... A, it's, it's The hair could win <laughs> It's here. a little kiwi, though. Come yeah. on, look at the little guy. So a lot of... Danish do think that their national animal is the the mute swan from Hans Christian Eriksen from his uh you know the yeah. his little parables and I stuff. Christian Christian Eriksen plays for United. Hans Christian Andersen. Andersen. <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Friday. <laughs> He's not that weekend feeling, guys. He can't use his brain no, anymore. It's, it's technically my lunch break, and I haven't eaten yet, so that's my excuse. <laughs> And all, all Danish names. Anyways. Um, yes, the, the, the Yoli Duckling story. Yeah. yeah um, but it's technically their official bird, and they didn't really want to put it on. Where when the red squirrel is their official God, mammal. squirrel, though. Look yeah. at him. Come it's on, he's, just, he's munched his little nuts there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Look, the hair. I'm just upset it's not the deer. I can't let <laughs> the hair go through. Well, it, considering it's not official, you could start a petition. <sighs> yeah. No, I, I like squirrels, so squirrels are very cute. I, I do like them. Given your opposition to the hair, should we move the It's just a bit lame. It's just a bit lame animal. <laughs> like, honestly, like... Well, what, it is. Like, I, I had a good chuckle at it when I saw it. Like, a squirrel A squirrel is also lame, but it's, it's cuter than a hair, uh, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, it should be a deer. I, uh, yeah, we should petition the Irish government. I should do it. Yeah, uh, don't say we. Name. I have no... Sorry, no, yes. I, I have no hair in this I, game. Uh, <laughs> anyway... I, yeah, I should petition the Irish government and like make like the deer the official animal. Uh, I think we're missing a trick here. Mm. But anyway, let's carry on. Oh Jesus! Matchup of two lions. Oh God! Luxembourg and Belgium. Uh, Belgium, because uh, Hannah, your girlfriend's from Luxembourg, she made a mean joke about Ireland. So <laughs> Luxembourg can go do one. Yeah, there's not much separating them. Luxembourg, I just had it's a lion basically. I couldn't find out much about its history. Well, this is the same country that didn't have a, an official flag till the nineties, so they don't care about any national symbols. They like the lion a lot, though. Okay. Like I will say that there's been quite a few proposals to make like a flag of just having basically the lion and like the coat of arms on it. So like yeah, the yeah. stripes and then yeah. the line in the middle, which is cool. It's red. I don't know why, but it's red. It's been mm -hmm. used for like since the 12th century. Okay. Belgium one? Belgium one. It's a Flemish, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's the national animal. Technically, they share it kind of with the, with the rooster. Yeah, because yeah, Wallonia is the rooster. The French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we could put that in here. I don't know. I didn't want to put two animals on here despite me... Uh, handing a golden ticket to Monaco, not Malta. <laughs> the controversy about this one, you see it has these red claws and white and red tongue, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Flemish don't like that because they say it's too representative of all of Belgium. <laughs> okay. So you can see it being printed as black as well, and technically that's officially allowed as well, despite the official coloring being like this. Right. They're, they're a subconscious bunch, the Flemish. Uh... Yeah, no, no. Uh, Luxembourg can do one, so I really send your Belgian. Well, it's no, it's the same animal, so it makes it an easier decision for me. And, and if the Belgian design, the Flemish design, it, it is cooler, I think. Anyway, yeah. But also, Hannah has to pay for her crimes, uh, for her mean jokes with Ireland. I guess so. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Next is Spain, who has the bull, versus Wales, who has the the Welsh dragon. Oh, come on, come on! This is an easy choice. It's iconic. The Welsh dragon's iconic. It's <laughs> like it's an insane choice. But they named the Lamborghinis after the Spanish bulls. Did they? Yeah. 
Okay. I know so many Spanish bull names just because I know the Lamborghini names. So Murcielago, Gallardo, um, uh, Miura. They're all the names of Spanish bulls. They're oh, famous. Murcielago is Spanish for bat. It was also the name of a bull. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, so, so the Lamborghini people are into like bullfighting? Yeah, quite big. Oh, did not know that. Okay. Um, but yeah, Welsh Dragon I think is cooler. Um, yeah. It's called Idrakgoch. I can't speak Welsh. That's how they say it. To be fair, you, you butchered a lot of pronunciations today. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop you at Welsh. <laughs> True. Um, there's a cool myth associated with it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, so in the 800s, uh, 800s. Uh, let me find the last page of. Oh yes, on this back. Sorry. So much research base. Yes. So much research. And I still couldn't get Italy correct. <laughs> Um, there's this myth of a King Lud. His name was Lud. I don't see that catching up on no. a lot. But who trapped two battling dragons in a mountain. One red, one white. They fought. Then some other king came along, uh, King Vortigern. Um, and he wanted to build a castle on top of that hill. But every morning the castle was destroyed. He did not know what was going on. He had not heard of the dragons. He asked his advisors, what should I do? They recommended to find some child who did not have a fodder and sacrifice it to appease the mountain. Oh, okay. Which is what normal you do. So, yeah, yeah, that so would he's be my like, advice as well. He's like, sound advice? I'm going to grab this kid here. Consulting was a different business back then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just make something up, I guess. Exactly. Anyways, he grabbed the kid, and the kid did not want to be sacrificed. Fair. Because he was. Plot twist. Wait. Young Merlin. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, and Merlin, using his wizardry powers, was like, yo, there's two dragons in here. That's your issue. Just dig them out, and you solve your issue. <laughs> With his extra vision, he looked inside the mountain and see the two dragons. Uh, yeah, uh, no, sorry, bro. Look, I'm just, I'm, I'm knocking on the mountain here, and I can tell you got two dragons inside. Yeah, so yeah. the king, uh, he let the dragons free. They finished their fight. The red dragon won, and the red dragon symbolizes the people of Wales, and the white dragon symbolizes the Saxons and the Welsh ah. everlasting independence or okay. freedom. Okay, yeah, I didn't know the white dragon part. Well, I didn't know the whole story, but like that was I just that's a good tale. The mistaken identity of young Merlin. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Oi, what you got? <laughs> what you grab me? <laughs> He's like, do you know who I am? Well, do you know who I'm going to be? Yeah. Uh, and then Spain has a bull, and they. Yeah, killed him. Anyway, let's just pick the, the West Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. The Finnish brown bear and the German golden eagle. It can also be the federal eagle, but the federal eagle is not an animal. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does the golden eagle reside in Germany? Somewhat. It has a very large range. Yeah, I guess it's an eagle. I did notice the one spot on the Google Maps, or not on the Wikipedia Maps, where it didn't go was Germany, but maybe I misread the map, so... I would put it past you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but it, like, stopped right at Germany, so I, I, I'm assuming it goes somewhere. I'm either. sorry. I, 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 I didn't come in here wanting to be mean to you, but, but you, you kind of made a couple of glaring errors that they would okay, be... Okay, Malta and Monaco either. are very similar. Uh, yeah, like, the eagle, golden eagle's a cool animal. Uh, I know they've been reintroduced to Ireland the last, like, few years successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if it's kind of only tangentially related to Germany... It's kind of the same story as Austria. Yeah, then I think it can't go through. I think, like, Germany, Germany's a big country. You'd expect better. Yeah, they have a lot of animals. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Finland, brown bear. Yeah, it's a bear. Pretty cool. I'm moving on. Let's keep going. Two bears? Oh, did the other, did, no, the bear didn't move on for no, last round. No, Slovak bear didn't go through, no. I see. So. Redemption. Okay. Okay, here we go. Latvia has the white wagtail. 
I could find nothing about this stupid bird other than it wags its tail when it hops, which is yeah. cute. Um, and Portugal has the Iberian wolf, which is a wolf native to Portugal and certain parts of Spain. Mm, okay, so they're, they're willing to share their national animal. I see. It's okay. also not officially the national animal. It's okay. an unofficial national animal. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, a lot of countries don't have an official animal, do they? Most of these are, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when yeah. The ones that aren't, I tried to point out. Yeah, yeah. So Latvia... What? What are you doing, Latvia? I wish they had an animal. I was like, okay. It's, it's not even like, bird. it's not even one of the good birds. <laughs> I've never even heard of this bird. It just looks like a random bird that you would see just like walking down the street. You'd be like, yeah. oh, that's a bird. Yeah. And Latvia's like, oh my God, it's the white wagtail. It's our national animal. <laughs> Latvia, come on, you can do better than that. I, I, I like, I know it's a small country. Maybe they don't have loads of animals, but surely, like Estonia has the wolf and they're like right next door. You can definitely take the wolf as well. And what did Lithuania yeah. have? Or did uh, the stork. That's also bad. That's also not as good, yeah. yeah. So, Latvia, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Portugal, a wolf is, is, is solid, so I think the wolf's got to go through. I would agree with this. Yeah. yeah we're, being, we're being efficient here. Last two couplets. First yeah. off, Netherlands and their lion versus Croatia and the European Pine Martin. No, the Pine Martin is back, yes. I okay. was so glad it was this and not, like, a leopard. <laughs> yeah, true, actually, yeah. Oh, look at that little guy. Yes, Aww. so the Pine Martin, the fun story about this is it has amazing fur, which uh, they it used to... look lovely. They used to love hunting this thing and almost hunted it to extinction. Oh, it's like mink. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. So the, the real symbolicness of this is that they did so much of this trading, they had a specific word for the trade of, you know, their fur called the, Kun, the Kunosovina or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that inspired the name of the first currency in Croatia, the Kuna. Oh, the Kuna. Yes, in the Croatian Euros... Has a has a pine martin on it, of yeah. course. It's all making sense now. I know the German bird is also on the currency. So yeah. uh, a few of them made it over. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah there we go. I think it's cute. It's about the size of it's doesn't get bigger than the average house cat, which is quite big actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some big cats out there. Yeah. Some big house cats, I mean. Yeah. Okay. No, but still though, yeah, it's a nice little nice little, nice little guy. It's just like and it's different. Yeah. As well. Uh, like Netherlands Netherlands line, yeah. I used the line from their, I guess a certain representation. They also have a coat of arms which has a line on it as well, um, which is uh, emasculated because uh, once uh, Queen uh, Queen Wilhelmina, she made some changes in 1907 which included removing the lion's phallus. Oh, yeah. Oh, this one does have a... Most a, of the lines did, actually. A, a lad there. Okay. And it's holding, like, a bunch of arrows and a sword. Like, it's ready for battle. Yeah. So it's a bit more of an aggressive version. Of yeah, Dutch yeah, lion. it really is. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, sorry, Dutch lion. It's a uh, crazy point. Martin is just a little guy. I think there's just so many lions that it's it's yeah. hard to stand out. Yeah. And you get lost in the whole. And even the two Ted Lion of Czech Republic got an elephant yeah. uh, across from it, so it had no chance. So last mashup or couplet, um, Scotland with their unicorn, that mythical creature. There we go. And UK with their lion. Come on, lads. Come on. Well, yeah. is it UK as a whole or England has a lion? Uh, England, I assume, then. Uh, yeah. United Kingdom as a general. Um, they do use... I haven't been able... They, they use a lion, but some people claim it's a Barbary lion, which is the one that went extinct. In North Africa. Years. Yeah, because yeah, the Romans hunted them. Or yeah. not hunted them, but used them in like gladiatorial combat yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And there were a bunch of uh, lions, of these Barbary lions, kept in the, the London Tower. Oh, okay. Cool. 
Yeah, there's a polar bear kept there as well at one point, I believe. Really? Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Interesting, a whole menagerie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Scotland, it's the uni- unicorn. It's an outrageous choice. Uh, you know, Scotland, Wales was like, we have a dragon. Scotland was like, wait, we can pick mystical animals? Okay. <laughs> it opens up so many possibilities. It's, uh, its horn can apparently heal poisoned water. Oh. Which okay. I think is a very unique use. It has iodine in it? Is that what it is? Okay. I don't know. No, it's, it just says his horn is very good at healing things. So good, it can heal poison water. And my thought was, why are you dealing with poison water in, like, the Middle Ages? <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Okay, well, you know, I guess the water was great back then. Yeah. And the other thing strong. is it's often depicted with in chains because oh, it's true. so strong. It's the strongest wild animal and can only be cured or only be tamed by, I guess, either a king mm-hmm. or the the touch of a young virgin maiden. Which, uh... Yeah, that sounds about right for medieval times. Yeah, uh, yeah true. Yeah, cause I, I, I've seen that um, statue in uh, Edinburgh and chains on. And yeah, it's a lot better. Well, let's move that forward. And that knocks off the first section. Well, we've taken a temporary break to finish our work days. Um, I know. Think of that. We're not full-time yet, as judged by our 20 subscribers. Uh, so. <laughs> It'll come, though. It'll come. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, let's, uh, let's look at the second uh, round the bracket. So we have the Hungarian turl and the Greek dolphin. Greek, yes. say. The dolphin, which was always Greek. It was never Italian at any point. If you were confused at all by us saying Italian, you, f- you failed the test, see. Oh, okay, that was, it was a test, right? Yeah, I yeah. got it. I yeah, got it. having mm-hmm. done some reflection over the past few hours, I think that, uh, you know, it can work for both. Well, yeah, look, I, I, I bought it uh, <laughs> as an Italian dolphin, so, yeah, why not? Uh, but now, now that I know it's a Greek dolphin, what do I think? Does that change it for me? I, I, I feel like there's less of a connection to Greece. I, I, I disagree. It's based on the Greek word. Um, it, it feels Mediterranean to me. Actually, yeah, you did say the Greek word earlier. I didn't clock the fact that you yeah. said Greek and not like Latin. That, that, that should have been a... <laughs> Back from a, when the a, Greeks a red had. flag there. A little alarm bell should have got off my head, but it didn't. Yeah, you uh, can never trust me too much. No, that's um, true. I, I do like the dolphin, isn't it? There's not many aquatic national animals, I have to say. Like, yeah, some, was, like yeah. some countries have national fish. Mm-hmm. This is just a dolphin. True. It's, it's, it's a mammal. It's not a fish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a lot of, uh, you think there's a lot of island nations out there that maybe could have like fish or could have like a dolphin or a whale or something. I think turtles don't. would be cool. Yeah, uh, true. Or like, you know, in British Columbia, like the killer whale is very important for like yeah. indigenous people there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I think the dolphin's pretty good. The turtle, does its lack of existence work against it? That's my question. I like that it's mythologically unique to Hungary. Yes. If you know what I mean. Like, you're not going to find a, like, a, like, I don't know, like, Kenya's not going to be have, talking about turtles, right? Yeah. But they could be talking about unicorns, for instance. Mm, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah unicorns are, are, are better like, known. Apparently, my girlfriend points out to me as well, there's apparently one on some Canadian shield or emblem that's on our passport, and I was really offended. But, uh, oh, well, so it's... Okay. My vote personally is with the dolphin. I, I think it has a little bit more going for it. I love the UFO backgrounds of Turo, but it's just a bit, it's a bit, you know. It's maybe a little too kooky. Yeah, I, I was just surprised at how much mythology was behind it. They, they take these uh, things seriously in Hungary, yeah. don't they? Yeah, for better or for worse. Yeah. Did you know it was a crime to kill a dolphin in ancient Greece? You, it was punishable by death. 
Wow, I thought you were going to say it was creme de culture <laughs> It probably is as well. <laughs> if they were real, if you killed one, it would be a crime. I bet you if you knocked over that that three meter long st- statue they have of a turtle, it would definitely be received as a crime. Yeah, good point. Yeah, you'd be in trouble. On that point, I remember a random fact around Wikipedia. Oh, there, we there was a Hungarian minister of culture, I believe, who's still currently in power, who wanted to make a crime to deface any image of a turtle, much like a flag. So okay, okay, they take it very seriously. But yes, I think um, maybe it's a little bit too strange, and, and you know, a dolphin, it's a good choice. Uh, and I, I think I'm happy to see it go go through to the next round. Yeah, and I think it's a bit. I couldn't find a good like actual picture of a turtle. It's all the statues, and that's not as visually appealing. Yeah, to some paintings or something. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We now have the Cyprian, the Cypriot mouflon. Mouflon. Uh, against the Eurasian elk uh, representing Sweden. Ooh, it's a, it's a good it's a good little face off. Pretty similar creatures. Two horned animals. Two horned animals. Two un- ungulates, I believe, or creatures with hooves. I yeah. guess so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> <drop> <laughs> some <laughs> knowledge bombs on people here. Uh, I think just purely looking at the images. I don't know. N- not that I'm seeing elk every day of the week. But it just feels a little bit less impressive somehow. Like the the, yeah. the, the mouflon, the horns are just giving it a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah. If the Eurasian elk was called the Swedish elk. The swelk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The swoos. The swoos, indeed. <laughs> Would that win you over? Because I feel like the fact it's called a Cypriot mouflon. I mean, I love mm. calling it a mouflon to begin with, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a better name too. Like the Eurasian elk, Eurasia is a big place. It is. And I think it's basically the same one that lives in Canada. There's not much difference. Mm. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know. It's just, it just doesn't seem to believe in itself, the Eurasian elk. <laughs> just looking at that picture. And I, I think if it doesn't believe in itself, then we, should we yeah. believe in it? I mean, I do love elk and moose. They're big animals. But the Cypriot mouflon, they're also the forebears of all sheep. And the Cypriots themselves are all the forebears of all humanity. The OGs. Oh geez, so I think yeah, the mouflon has got to go through. I will say we can't have a Cypriot thing winning twice, so we'll have to deal with that later. <laughs> true, true. That that would be almost suspicious. No, oh, this is a bovine-related matchup now. I quite like this going. We're uh, dropping a lot of impressive words here. <laughs> it's the Swiss cow versus the Polish European bison. Bison. I would say bison, uh, but you're going to French kind of like with bison. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. my Quebecois coming in. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre. Uh, I, yeah, because they're so closely, like, related, yeah. or, like, similar, the cow now looks way dumber. My argument would have been, you can evolve a cow out of a bison, but you can't evolve a cow into a bison. Is this your, like, Pokemon <laughs> logic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I had a bison for, like, 200 years, yeah. okay, maybe, like, a thousand years, yeah. I bet you I could create a cow out of it. But it can't go the other way around. You can't. Okay. So so a, a cow is just not not as cool yeah. as a bison. Yeah. If I was an alien, I abducted one of these animals, I'd much prefer to be zone. If you came from the planet Tural. Yes. <laughs> for example. <laughs> and I wanted to replace my birds with something more majestic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You wanted a good, like, pack animal. Yeah. I, I think the bison. And I, I think it's, like, a cool, like, kind of unique, like, thing as well for Poland. Yeah. It's just there. And like the fact that they saved them from extinction, basically. I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous round, but the only reason they're still around is because there was a royal decree which made, like, a certain area a park 
as like you know preserved a zone back yeah, in like the eighteen hundreds. It's near Bielostok, I think. That's how you said a name. Problems. I was not gonna take a stab at that. But well, that's a city. It's a national park. Is a different name like Bielostov or something like yeah. those lines. Uh, any polls uh, listening, feel free to correct me. Uh, we yes. uh, we have we have preliminary research done, but we, we don't research during. This uh, is what the, the comments section is for. I will say exactly. exactly. <laughs> Only supportive comments, please. Can now we, we have two snowy animals. And also kind of similar, like a dog, a big dog and a big yeah. cat. Yeah. It's the Estonian grey wolf versus the Romanian lynx. Romanian lynx. Uh, yeah, like the, the wolf, I think, it kind of got through because the stork was a bit crap. <laughs> yes. Uh, where, whereas the lynx, again, elusive. I know. Mysterious. Where does yeah. the lynx go? Yes. Is it nocturnal? Is it diurnal? I don't even know those basic facts. Yeah. What does it eat? Does it small animals? Is it solitary? How many kids does it have? How long kittens. does it just stay for? How many kittens? Kittens have gold. Good point. I know nothing about this guy. Yeah. Look at him. But has a cool knobby tail. Exactly. Which is also you got. Well, and he's got such an, like he's got such a, like a cool guy expression on his face as well, or her yeah. face. Yeah. It would be a shame to axe this one so early. Nice. Nice. I'm there learning. My British stereotypes are coming so through. Yeah. British. <laughs> yeah. British, my British. Yeah, not like getting a link set from like your aunt at Christmas time. Uh, that's just the, um, you know, when you're like a, a man, like 25 and under, that's just what you get at Christmas time off at least a couple of relatives. Yeah. So the links moves on. Yeah, links moves on. Next up is the Vatican elephant, or the Vatican nun, supplemented by elephant by us. So if whoever want to make that official, <laughs> Pope, phone me up. Exactly, yeah, Francesco, <laughs> you're listening. And then the Danish red squirrel, which is a real contrast. That is true, that is true. Yeah, we're talking big size differential here. Uh, like, the elephant story is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's just, it's one elephant in particular. We're yeah. not talking about elephants Hano. in general. Hanno. 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 Like yes. Hannibal. Yeah, H-A-N-N-O. There we go. So, yeah. I guess of Hanno, if you're talking Latin, instead of Latin. And I mean, it's, it's kind of geopolitical, too. It's a political gift. I think uh, the, the Polish king, the Portuguese king, sorry, he wanted yeah. to open up new sea routes, and he really won favor. Yeah. Yeah, clearly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he got the Pope written epitaph and everything. Uh, so, it's the best story on the board, mm-hmm. but the Vatican since has never done anything elephant-related. Like, they, they haven't really tried to claim this part right. history. Right. They haven't really capitalized on their yeah. names. They, they, like, I, you know. And when, they even destroyed the fresco. Yeah, when, when I went to the Vatican Museum, there was no mention. They were focused <laughs> on stupid stuff at the Sistine Chapel when they could be focused on Hanno. Yeah. And his great story. Also, Hanno sounds like a nickname you give to a fella in Dublin. <laughs> Just all nicknames in Dublin end in O. And Hanno... Uh, John Hannigan, Hanno, is perfect. So, I think I think the Vatican ha- has not claimed the, uh, Hanno the elephant. I think we can't let it go through. Fair enough. It seems like one that is bound to go past the first round. Yes. But I don't know if it deserves to win the second round, especially if it's not officially recognized. In yeah, it's more like a comedy entry. It's, it's not a serious uh, contender. True, but then again, the red squirrel is kind of... See, this is what I was saying. This was originally up against the Irish hair. <laughs> you could have made it pretty far. Oh, I know, I know, but I, I'm still reeling from the whole Irish hair deer fiasco. I um, And look, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, jingoistic and just, like, have Ireland go through uh, based on 
no logic whatsoever. Like, has to deserve it. Yeah. Like, there are certain categories, there are certain things we do where Aaron would do well, I imagine. But, yeah. like, flags and national animals, it's been a bad start. <laughs> I, I think you had a good... I, I don't know. I, I think you suggested animals for some reason. But we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll get on. Well, no, because uh, I thought it was a national animal in Ireland. <laughs> That's why. I thought we would do pretty well. It's a good animal. <laughs> I was uh, wrong. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Belgian lion against the Welsh whale. Or sorry, Welsh dragon. The whale's whale. <laughs> Actually, a whale isn't a whale. That, that would yeah. make way more sense, yeah. thematically. The whale's whale. The, the, wha- the whalish Welsh. <laughs> uh, well, this kind of is the, the Toro thing. Like, the dragon isn't real. Yeah. Do, does, that, does that go the against it? The lion isn't real either. For be- oh, true. There's no yeah. lions There's, in Belgium. There are no lions in Belgium. Well, you know. Natively, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So, like, they just kind of claimed it. Yeah. And I think the Welsh dragon has been around longer than the Belgian lion, despite the Belgian lion being the oldest of the Low Country lions. If that sentence made sense to you. Well, Wales isn't in the Low Countries, so yeah, they, they, that, that, that would be that would be feasible. Uh, and the dragon story is a great story. I didn't know yeah. that story. Yeah, young Merlin comes up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I've got some family in Wales and... I thought you guys have some family uh, named Merlin. No, no, no. <laughs> my, 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 it's a common Irish name. Merlin. Uh, no, and I, I was not aware of this uh, of this dragon tale. I should have been. And uh, Merlin pops up, which is great. So, yeah, I think it has to be... Let's move it on for now. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. At least most of the mythical creatures are on one side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to you know, find a contender. Yeah. Ah, the Finnish brown beer versus the Portuguese Iberian wolf is up next. These are two classics of the genre. Yep. I would say. Uh, bear, wolf. They claim to have 200 Finnish names for brown beer, which I don't believe, but okay. That seems, that seems like a waste of making up yeah. words. Yeah. There was another one, um, I, I think... It's like Estonia also claimed to have like 500 words and stories for a wolf. And I'm like, that's a bit of a It's compound. one word of 499 stories. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a very vague term. But, uh, okay. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you got a few nicknames for the brown, like Honey yeah. Eater or whatever. <laughs> True Pooh Beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Michael. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Smokey. But two, that's a grizzly beer. Yeah, true. But 200, it seems like a lie. That, that seems like they're trying to. They're trying to, like, justify their decision. Yeah. Like, oh, we really care about the brown bear, guys. I will say, this is not the most inspiring matchup, the brown bear versus the Iberian wolf. I, I get the uniqueness of the Portuguese Iberian wolf, but it's not technically the official one. And also, and that it lives kind of against it. It lives in Spain. Uh, partially. Sort of. Glacier or something. I don't know. I feel like most things that live in Spain can also live in Portugal. Yeah, it's not a very hard border. Uh, <laughs> but Personally, I'm thinking brown bear, just because it's a bit more... Y- it, it's an official national animal. It has some love behind yeah. it. A little more love. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And, and it's a more impressive creature. Uh, hoping to see one in the wild at some point. I've been to Canada a couple of times recently, <laughs> uh, but have failed to see one in the wild. Me too. There's always hope. But, uh, I mean, I don't live in where beer should live. So. Bear country, no. Yeah, beer country. No. Last matchup of the first, the second round, sorry. Uh, the Croatian Pine Martin versus the Scottish Unicorn. Scottish unicorn. That was my Tim Scottish accent, by the way. If you're wondering, look, uh, I love the European Pine Martin. I think they're giving a lot of energy in that photo. They do a pose. They're kind of up they on up on the rock, loving life. Uh, and the unicorn. Well, it's a unicorn. Yeah, 
it's the preferred like magical animal of children all over the world. And Scotland, yeah. Scotland's brave enough. Because when you think of Scotland, what do you think of? I think of, um, I think of probably Ireland or somewhere. I told you my knowledge of the European, of the British yeah, Isles is I, terrible. Yeah, I, I think of like Ireland, but in a way like drinking and like having a laugh. That's what and I think just of kind of, It's a little bit like, <laughs> it's not like classic Scotland. And then they go for a unicorn as their national animal. And I just think it's a, it's a brilliant choice. But and it's not a real animal. Right, yeah, because my whole point would have been the European pine marten is extremely unique. I think it would have beat out a lot of the bears and wolves and lions oh, on sure. its own. And for, for sure. it to lose to a fictional animal is a bit insulting to the you know, aspirations of the yeah. Croatian people. I think so. You know what? Yeah. And to honor their recent entry into the Eurozone, let's move up to Croatian European There we go, pine marten. And if the Croatian embassy ever wants to donate a few of those new Euros to us, let us know. <laughs> that was a very uh, random way to ask you pay for this. <laughs> yeah. Now, off to the quarterfinals. Here we go. The Greek Dolphin versus the Cypriot Mouflon. This is a good matchup, too. I like this one, yeah. Um, it's very thematic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I even look at that dolphin. Now, I just think, like, it's Italian. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. This, this little Mouflon, he's got something. It has She's got something. They have got something. And it's such a unique animal. It exists nowhere else in Europe. Exactly. It's a little island. And it's a mammal, yeah. Exactly. And, and a dolphin A dolphin doesn't belong to Greece. A dolphin belongs to the ocean. Right. And you did mention their controversial behaviors, which... Uh, yes. Oh, we should, yeah. Which could the get facts. them a bit more like, you know, murky waters nowadays. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, like, in, you know, like they engage in human-like activities, say, um, in the bedroom. Uh, but also some of the negative implications of that, they are also known to engage in some, um, um, we'll say nefarious behavior mm-hmm. as well in that regard. And I think maybe we shouldn't be uh, supporting the dolphins more than we need to, uh, because they, I, I don't think the move won't do that, for example. I, I hope so. And I'm sure the Greek government will probably issue a statement saying that their four species of dolphin do not behave that they way. They don't belong to Greece, though. <laughs> They're, they're chilling in the water. They're Italy. They're Croatia. They're Turkey. They're, they're, the Mouflon is in Cyprus. And so Cyprus, Greece, I know, it's uh, Ireland-England situation, maybe in certain ways, mm-hmm. you know, kind of big brother, but uh, you got this win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think, like, these small nations, no offense to Cyprus, they have, like, some liberty to pick some interesting it's, it's things. It's a small nation. Mm. It's like a million people. Next up is the Polish-European bison, bison, Versus the Romanian lynx. God, this is a hard one. These are two yeah. good animals. The be- the reason has really grown on me. Whereas the lynx has really grown on me. <laughs> Who is she? I do have a preference for cats, you know? I'm more of a cat person. Yeah, and I know. There's not many wild cats. Yeah, I live yeah. in an apartment with a cat as well. And yeah, and that's thing in Europe. Yeah. Like, the, the lynx is a special creature. And um, she doesn't want to be known. It's kind of like our example of a, if a UFO were to abduct either of these animals. Mm-hmm. What would, you know, evolve into a better species? The lynx can evolve into a house cat, whereas the bison can evolve into a cow. I assume cows came from bisons. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big statement. <laughs> it's a big statement from a big man. Uh, I would say, my if we're 50-50 on this, we can either, uh, I don't know, do like a rock, paper, scissors, or flip a coin, or... You're leaning lynx, right? I'm going lynx direction, yeah. Mm. 
mm, on the merits of the animals. I both are very endangered, both being held alive by their. Mm. The thing is, I didn't associate Romanian lynxes before this. It didn't cross fair. my mind. That is fair. Whereas Poland and Bizons, you know, I can kind of see it. Okay. But uh, do you want to do rock, paper, scissors or something? Or have I won you over? I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to be the bigger man here and hope that I, I get another one later. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you take the bison forward. Also, so I hear you say Bizon again. God, I blame my awkward Dutch-Canadian accent. Okay, next one. God, the little squirrel that could. <laughs> the Danish red squirrel versus the Welsh red dragon. Oh. Thanks. This has worked out really well, I gotta yeah, say. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the, the squirrel has already seen off an elephant, and now it's like, oh, okay, a dragon next? Okay, thanks, guys. I don't like the squirrel, though. It's barely their official animal. It's... It's just because I was too lazy to search up a different country. This little squirrel is hanging on. Yeah. Yeah, D- Denmark don't even know what, what it is. You're just like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, this is... They're the like, animal. why isn't it a swan to begin with? <laughs> oh, t- Denmark, I know. We, you think your animal's one thing and it's something else. We should have just put Christian Eriksen in there, just a picture of him. <laughs> oh, God. I should have done that for Slovenia, just put the president in or something. But that would be offensive, yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um... Where should we go? Mythical or fairy tale like? I like I squirrels. Let's do squirrels. Really? Come on. I mean, I'll give you this one. I I, I think I, I think let, let's favor real animals. You know. Okay. Uh, Speaking of real animals, the Finnish brown bear versus the Croatian pine marten. I really love the pine marten. I would agree too. Yeah. I think that's pretty easy. Yeah, I think so. I I think there seems like a, a special bond between Croatia and the pine marten. Yeah. Uh, bears, I don't think of Finland, sorry. I think of other countries in Europe, even. Yeah. Like Slovenia, if, if Slovenia were here tonight. I was a bit disappointed the, fin, the Finns didn't go for the elk, because I, I think I associate that a bit more with the Finns. Yeah, I would think so. I would mm. think so. Okay, semis then. Semifinals. The four semifinalists are on the one, on the left side. It's the Cypriot Mufalon versus the European Bison, representing Poland. And on the right side, it's the red squirrel representing Denmark and the European pine marten representing Croatia. Let's handle the bigger animals first. What do we think of the mouflon versus the bison? Mouflon versus bison. That's a good one. It's it's, it's a good tussle. I I do think it's a... If we pitted them against each other, I know which animal would win. Well, obviously, yes. (laughs) The elephant would be winning this whole thing, or the dragon, if that was the case. Uh, I think I just think like what's an iconic animal the mouflon I wasn't really aware of its existence before today mm-hmm. and it's most of the photo I just find entertaining <laughs> uh, but the bison is a pretty cool animal and, yeah. it, and it feels very specifically kind of Polish when you think like Europe yeah so I, I think yeah it has to be the bison okay I yeah. would I would agree too I, I think the mouflon, as much as I love it, yeah, I, I think the bison, it's good to represent a bit. It, it represents a bit of the Eastern European roots, you know, it, yeah. it shows some of the strength of the nation. And then it's being, like, propagated to other countries in Europe, like in the yeah. UK. And I will yeah. say the one thing against it would probably be that it shares a national animal spot with the, with the eagle, which I guess mm. we'll get on to in the final round if we're not yeah, changing yeah. this. Exactly, yeah. Semi-finalists, somehow, that red squirrel from Denmark versus the pine marten in Croatia. Come on. 
Uh, Squirrel, it's it's really the underdog story, the under Squirrel story of this whole uh, competition. But I think it, it, its luck has run out because it did come up against the Irish Hair crap, uh, Elephant, which Vatican doesn't want but should, and then a Dragon, which is great but not real. <laughs> I think it got a little bit lucky, and I think the the, the dream run ends here for the Red Squirrel. Yeah, I, I would agree. And the Pine Martin, it might not be the most fearsome animal. I mean, it is carnivorous. Small but mighty. Yes, I yeah. wouldn't like to see one of these hungry, with my ankles exposed. But uh, oh, I just thought it's more than like a, an emotional sense. You're like, <laughs> it, would, it would make me sad to see one hungry. That as well. That yeah. as well. For five euros a month, you you too can feed this point, Martin. <laughs> yes, Croatia. If you're listening, we will help sponsor or no help promote your Pine Martin Conservation Fund. Should that exist? Sorry, yeah, sponsor would involved uh, us paying them, so no, just just promotion, just free promotion. That's yes. all we can offer. So our finalists: the Polish Bison versus the Croatian Pine Martin. Both of these, funnily enough, have European in their names. So I guess this says something about the bubble oh. theme, the Brussels bubble theme. Subconsciously, the word European, it yeah. was just saying to us, "Pick me," and yeah, we've picked them. European Bison versus the European Pine Martin. I need to get a look at these photos. I'm gonna yeah. just nudge myself over here. The Pine Martin photo doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> this little guy, he's just he's just on a little like kind of tree stump, and it's his front paws just kind of like elevated. And yeah. I look kind of like that about him slash her. And uh, the bison, uh, it's just standing in a field really. Uh, it's I mean, like a big first hits cow. on Wikipedia to avoid the copyright strikes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's fair. But I think the Pine Martin is a better photo, that's for sure. My <sighs> logic, too, that comes into it a little bit here is how much does it represent the people of that place, right? Because the European Pine Martin, sure, it's a bit more regional. It's not only Croatia. Yeah. But the history it has with the nation is a little more explicit than the history that the European Bison has with, with Poland, beyond the fact that Poland saved it from extinction, which I guess is a big deal. But yeah, that feels like a big deal <laughs> to me. To be honest, like uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of edging towards I the bison. The pine martin's also nearing extinction, so Croatia needs, needs to do a better job. So I'm saying. <laughs> Great, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. And the other thing, the uh, eagle in the room, if you want, is the the, the Polish eagle. Because I think most people, when they think of Poland national animals, they think of the eagle. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I didn't think that, that I, I thought the eagle would be the national animal in Poland. I'm happy it's the bison because it's a better choice. I'm pretty sure it's a... I feel like some people would say it's the eagle. I disagree because I did my research properly and it's never officially listed. Mm -hmm. And people point to the bison as a great example and also somewhat of a la national mammal. Yeah. Yeah, like the bison's kind of... They're, they're both kind of unique creatures. I'm glad we, we, we end up with two good ones and actually like two like bears. Uh, <laughs> Two lions. Yeah, whatever. Like, uh, I think personally, I would lean slightly towards the pine martin. I, I, I'm personally leaning towards the bison. Does that mean where we're doing rock paper scissors? Because we kind of have each given. Mm. Uh, I, I will say, if you're listening on Spotify, you can fill in the poll where you can, you know, voice your opinion as well. We did that for the last episode too. Uh, a mighty number of you voted. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to say how many, it's fine. Um, well, Pol Poland, bison, mm, there we go. You're really reaching here. Mm, okay, a little bit, but let's do our rock, paper, I think scissors. We'll rock, paper, scissors. So rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yeah. Yeah, rock, paper, scissors. 
Uh, there we go. The European Bison wins it. Scissors beats paper, baby. Yeah. Uh, it just turns out I'm really good at rock paper scissors. Uh, no, I think I think they they are both very very good animals. Uh, so I'm I'm glad that that's the final we ended up with. Yeah, and yeah. I'm glad it didn't go for like lions and stuff like that. I think this is a bit more unique, and and I think sure people could say we're a bit biased because you know lions have a great national history for a lot of these countries, but. I think it just says a bit more if you choose an animal that actually lives there, that's really mm-hmm. represents like the core aspects of your nation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Large. I'm glad it was the mouflon though, because I think that probably would have won too, and I think we're throwing too much love to Cyprus. <laughs> that would have been almost suspicious, I think. Yes. Yeah, it's like we were angling for something from Cyprus. Uh, yes. But no, the, the mighty Polish bison. Uh, congratulations, uh, any Polish listeners. Yeah. You can, um, Feel free to uh, ship us a case of that Polish beer named after the spice. Oh, Zipka, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that'd be good. Uh, feel free to crawl in the comments. Yeah, that was an animal pun. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Any final lessons you've learned from this episode? Uh, any lessons I've learned? Um, some countries need to grow up um, and pick better animals. Or just uh, pick an actual national animal. Yeah, you can have a, is it? You can have a heraldic coat of a, uh, yeah. animals, such as like. Uh, Monica, who has this this star seahorse, seahorse, sorry, yeah, yeah, and there's this whole co like menagerie of little animals that has its as its own national animals. Lame. You can do that. You don't Lame. have to have the lion. Yeah, you got to make a fun competition. You can have like a national like pole, like Estonia did. Yeah, and like uh, are, you know, like I don't have a competition. Ha- have people like submit their animals. Uh, do do drawings, make up animals. I don't know, just anything better than the hair, right? Anything better than. <laughs> Irish hair because it's really upset me. Uh, but I think yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I've learned a lot. Uh, there's been a few little surprises along the way, a few not so surprising things as well. Uh, but yeah, it's been a pleasure. I mean, thanks for doing all the research. That that added a lot of flavour. No worries. Hannah the elephant, gone but not forgotten. Yes, epiphanies. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pope Leona's feelings. Well, thank you for listening in. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, like, you know, share it around. Um, let us know in the comments to what you thought, if you agreed with our opinions. If you didn't, meh. If you did, all the better for us. It's, co- after all, a completely subjective list. And also let us know what you want us to talk about next. I have some cool ideas what to yeah. do. But and we'd love to hear from you as well, in case yeah. you have any suggestions. Till next time, then. It's long. I was hoping I could make an animal pun, but nothing came out <laughs> <in my> <laughs> Till next time. B- bye, son. <laughs> oh, I'll keep that with it. That's good. <laughs>